Rise and shine! This morning has been really great compared to yesterday. So, I'm making latte and some European style pancakes for breakfast, paired with homemade jam because we don't have Nutella. Welcome, by the way, to Global Citizens Breakfast on Sunday Morning Podcast. <laughs> Man, that's a mouthful. We need to change it. Or, I can change it. Oh, hey, mommy. Good morning. You want some latte? I'm making some. Oh, yeah. I would love some latte. Do you want me to use your um, favorite creamer? Yeah. Okay, then. Oh, by the way, Uncle Mizan sent me a text asking how we're doing during this pandemic. Of course, I told him that we're doing fine. I told him about school and work. He was pretty concerned because of the things going on lately. Yeah, I know. It's even here, I think it's going up again. But you know, it is what it is. We just have to be careful. Talking about Uncle Mazan, doesn't he live in Australia? Yeah, he is. He does. Didn't you and Daddy go to Australia? Yeah, that was like, what, um, two years ago? You can call your father, he has a lot to talk about it. Daddy! Yeah. Is it true that you and Mommy went to Australia? Yeah, we did. And we had a lot of fun there. It's a very interesting place. Australia's so far, so far though. Aside from the fact that you have cousins there, what made you decide to go there? Well, as you know, we've been to Europe a couple of times around that time. Uh, and then we always thought um, Australia, where I have never been, would be a very interesting uh, place to visit and especially with your uncle Mizan there in South Australia uh, we thought that that would be a, a great side trip as well as of course Sydney which was going to be our primary destination so yeah that's that's what uh, that's why we decided to go there yeah okay. it was it was it was fun it was fun to go and I wanted to go and I told daddy about it and then you know he planned he is the planner I'm the packer he's the planner and then we went. Australia has a lot of interesting wildlife, like koalas, tarantulas, capybaras, and kangaroos. In your trip, have you guys encountered one, and was it dangerous? Ask your dad. I think he did. Yeah, I think both of us did. <laughs> your, your mom is yeah. just uh, uh, being gracious about it. But uh, yeah, so just to summarize it, um, Australia is a very big country. Right, so we um, visited two of the provinces. One is called New South Wales, where the famous city of Sydney is, and your uncle Mizan lives in South Australia. Mm -hmm. So just like in the United States, we call them states. Over there, they call them uh, provinces, and these are very large. South Australia is three times the size of Texas, and it's famous for uh, kangaroos. In fact, we went to a place called Kangaroo Island. Mm -hmm. um, where Do you guys eat any kangaroo meat? We didn't. Well, your dad did. Oh, uh, when we were in Sydney, remember with with our friend. Oh yeah, they <laughs> had that. I don't know that it's a very popular um, item, but it's there. Kangaroo meat is there. But what specifically I remember of kangaroo is everybody, including your uncle Nizan driving and being very scared of mm -hmm. kangaroos because if they hit your car 
they are nothing like those cute little jumpy those things you wallabies. see in TV. Yeah, those yeah. are little wallabies. Yeah, the small things you see are called wallabies. Kangaroos are taller than me, and I'm yeah. six feet, right? They're and, very tall and, and very strong. And imagine one of those running at like 20, 30 mile, 20 miles an hour, 25 miles an hour and crossing the street. The driver's reaction time mm -hmm. would be so slow, especially, uh, so, so like has to be, driver has to be very careful. Even when we were on a bus in Gangaroo Island, the, our driver lady was very worried mm -hmm. of having a kangaroo come in and hit the, hit the bus. Yeah. So uh, you don't really want to see a kangaroo when you're driving really in South Australia. So you want to see them in a contained environment. Yeah. We went to um, called Orumbra, Orumbra Park. Yeah, Orumbra, our natural, natural wildlife natural park. Wildlife. So um, I took a picture with the um, with a the guy there. He was very nice. He was um, he looked like he was a uh, um, Australian Aborigine, right? Native Australian. Native Australian. Yeah. 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 So he was very nice, and he kind of looked like Joshua for some reason. I don't know, but yeah, but he was very nice, and um, they had a lot of wallabies, some kangaroos, some wallabies. They were the brown wallabies, I think. Yeah, yeah. We also, wallabies. in that uh, wildlife sanctuary, we also saw a um, lot of different animals. We saw the cassowary, which is a oh, yeah, that's very mm -hmm. uh, flightless bird, like the ostrich, but it's a lot more fierce and aggressive, even though it's smaller than the ostrich. Um, we, of course, uh, uh, pet the, uh, what do you call those things? With the little claws and koalas. The so koalas. koalas. Yeah, we pet koalas and while we, so were, soft. while we so were petting soft. koalas we realized how sharp their claws, claws are. are aren't they poisonous the, i the, don't the, know if they're poisonous but if they scratch you with that you probably have to <laughs> get medical attention <laughs> and they're also very ill-mannered we found out oh. yeah a lot of, especially when they're um when they're um mating yeah oh. if oh. they're in the wild especially wild meaning like we found out in Kangaroo Island, the koalas are actually a nuisance because mm -hmm. they were initially brought in a few and they apparently procreate very quickly. <laughs> very, and very quickly. So current, uh, currently, I mean, of course you heard in the news, like uh, there was a devastating wildfire uh -huh. a few months ago, but before that, they were, there were almost 15 to 20 times more koala than mm -hmm. should be in the island. It was way too many. And what they do is, they, they love only, eucalyptus. They only, yeah, they yeah. only eat eucalyptus yeah. tree, eucalyptus leaves. Leaves, and then they pee a lot. So <laughs> they, they will, and and yeah. so you'll smell a lot of eucalyptus over there. You know that there's koalas, and they'll be like up in the tree, and they'll be like barking and shouting at each other and fighting all the time. And um, because there were a lot of them, that are um, because we were in a tour, right, in a tour bus, and our lady driver, she was very nice and she was very knowledgeable about everything about kangaroo island she told us that for some some time i don't know when was it that yeah. that, that, that time they they give the koalas some yeah. um was that like uh not to procreate anymore like, yeah they you neutered you guys neutered koalas no not yeah. that but like uh, well their plan was that that's so that they don't procreate as much but but somehow the koalas managed to, <laughs> to procreate, uh, procreate uh, like, like it's like the dinosaurs in jurassic park they, <laughs> they started again um, uh, procreating more and more and so they spent millions on the project and it all went to waste there's still a lot of them yeah, yeah. and um the the those eucalyptus trees you know they were planted by a company yeah and then they were using it for some paper making yeah. or something right. some and product. then 
they have to plant more because the koalas were everywhere. They just finished they them like, off, like right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I know that it, something happened at that time. Remember when the beginning of this year, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the beginning of this yeah. year. And I know I, I feel so bad about them, but I am pretty sure and I'm pretty confident that koalas, after three years, they're gonna, gonna be, be okay. back. They'll survive. Yeah. Don't they have yeah. chlamydia? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, didn't John Oliver? said in his um <laughs> in his show you know, Jen that, Oliver you know maybe maybe not you know yeah. it's, it's a thing but anyway so dangers for me when I was there I would say I was scared of koala before I was looking at koalas like oh they're cute they kind of look like baby Yoda and all that stuff right <laughs> so cute and stuff but you know what when you're there and they're very soft but you gotta be very careful because those claws they're like this long, like 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 two inches long, from Ugh. their hand, Ugh. and you gotta be very careful because if you touch them the wrong way or if they get scared or something, they'll scratch you. And they're and they can fight. I mean, they fight, and they have this shrill voice. Ugh. Yeah, very, yeah, a very shrill noise. voice. It's, it's, it, does it sound like a baby chi- a child screaming? No, like worse than that. Like it's worse like than rough. that. Like yeah. like like shrill. But anyways, but they were they're very you know I mean they're very interesting. Yeah. Remember the seals in the yeah. seal bay. So in seal bay, also in South Australia, there is there is this um, area where a lot of seals gather, and they they have the right of the way, which means <laughs> if a seal walks in, down the path toward the beach. If we are going, we're a group, right? We're going on a, a single column, maybe 20 to 30 of us. Maybe 20. So if we are in Seal Bay and we see a seal on the on the path, uh, and there's 20 to 30 of us, and there's one seal, we have to wait for the seal to cross the road. And you know how fast the seals move. So there goes about fifteen to twenty minutes. Well, of they your are time. pretty fast when they're underwater. Yeah, but trust me, they are not fast on a paved road. <laughs> but uh, and they will take their time because they know that they have the right of the way. And yeah. So it's an interesting situation, but but it was very fun and interesting. And then in Sydney, it's a whole different place, right? Sydney is one of the biggest cities, one of the best places to live in the world. They say also one of the most expensive cities, but their aquarium is world class. There we saw something that's like a manatee called a dugong that you find in Australia and Philippines and that area, which is kind of like a manatee, but um, I would say more like fast paced. And, and you see them very up close in that aquarium. I see. Um, they have also like sharks and all kind of um, um, uh, animals there in the, in the aquarium in Sydney. Cassowaries are, I know that people are like, you know, saying the cassowaries, you know, are but very you know, dangerous and stuff. They are, but I don't know um, where in Australia that they run wild, but I've seen, we've seen them in the, in the was it in the Urimbura Park? Yeah. Yeah, we saw them, but I saw them far, kind of far away because they were like kind of hiding or maybe they were napping or something. But they are as taller than us. No. They're like emu. They're like as tall as the emus. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say they're, I mean, close to, but mm-hmm. I would say more like about like four feet. Not, not, not 
I think emus can grow up like five or close to us, right? They're about four feet, but they have these uh, claws that are so powerful that they say can tear open a human stomach. Like they can mm. kick and they're also very aggressive, unlike emus mm. and ostriches. So I think ostriches are really big, right? Yeah, emus are, are not as big, but yeah, cassowaries yeah, like, and emus like are emus. kind of, yeah. yeah. They're kind of like emus, but they have this little um, um, uh, crest, thing, crest yeah, on yeah. the top of their head. And they say that they are kind of related to, to like the, dinosaurs. Yeah, the dinosaurs. <laughs> Talking about danger, didn't you, weren't you guys um, chased after by capybaras one time? When hmm, I don't recall that event happening. I, in, I remember in, the in, seal incident. And the seal incident, yeah. I had. think you met wallabies. The wallabies. The wallabies. I yeah. mean. So what happened is your <laughs> uncle Mizan and mommy were so much into, in this Urumba uh, wildlife park, were so much into these, like taking the pictures, and mommy actually managed to get a picture of a pregnant wallaby, a, a pregnant kangaroo. And look not great. Not pregnant, like a, it I mean, not a, pregnant at all. You know how they take the baby in their pouch? Oh, you mean the baby joeys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. baby joeys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, the, it was a fantastic picture. In fact, it was featured in Roomba um, Wildlife Instagram. Park's uh, yeah. Instagram account. Mm -hmm. They liked it so much. So she got the shot. Glenda got the shot, but uh, that also attracted a lot of kangaroos around. And your uncle Mizan was very gracious on giving the food. So pretty soon they were swarmed by about three or four. The weird thing about kangaroos and wallabies is that you see them like hopping, right? Uh -huh. When they don't hop, when they walk, they walk almost as slow as a seal. They're very slow. And so you see one like way over there sitting and just grazing around and slowly walking. All of a sudden they smell the food. And before you know it, they're here. They have this weird motion, you know, when they go with that tail being almost like a third leg. Uh -huh. And that gives them a speed that is the very unnatural. It's it. very hard to explain until you see it actually that how fast something that looks like just going on two yeah. legs can catch up to you. They can easily alter anyone. And, and, easily. and you know like you say oh yeah, yeah they're smaller. No. When they come at you they're like as tall as you. <laughs> yeah. And it's scary. You know, it is like, because their normal stance is hunched over. But when, when they go for food up, yeah. mm -hmm. they can easily stand up in two legs and they can easily just like they'll be taller than you even though from far, you'd see like, oh, that looks like a little big of rabbit. And the next thing you know, they're up. And the yeah. most um, scary thing for me is that they have hands. Yeah. Like human hands? No, like they, not necessarily, but they have hands to grab you. Oh. Yeah, they can actually so grab. So they grab you when you're like feeding them. They, they, they use they their hand to grab, grab your you. hand. Yeah. They do that. I don't so, know why anyways, they do that, yeah, but so. uh, they do that. So, so that was the thing. So, in short, uh, you know, long story being short, I started slowly, slowly exiting, and then Glenda and Mizan started following me, and then the wallabies were trying to follow, and they ended up throwing all the food away on the other direction to get them away, and that's what the wallaby chase was. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that sounded really fun. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it is fun so now to fun. think of it, but it wasn't fun at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume that your favorite part of the trip was seeing the the wallabies yeah. and the kangaroos, yeah. since you guys talked about it so much. But where was the most mem memorable restaurant you guys went to? I assume you guys ate. Um, well, you said you guys ate um, kangaroo meat. Where? But where in Australia did you guys eat kangaroo meat? Because I know that kangaroos are pests over there. 
Yeah, not. I mean, it depends on where the kangaroos are. I mean, like I said, in South Australia, right? I mean, it's a island, especially Kangaroo Island. Um, there are so many in the wild, right? So that's not really considered best. But there are places where there are because South South Australia, where you know the Angus meat comes from and a lot of dairy product comes from, there are a lot of farmland like Texas, and kangaroos can be a big problem, right? So, but. Strangely, we, did, we, we didn't see kangaroo meat anywhere there, uh, but we were in this uh, tower, uh, a very famous restaurant in the tallest tower in Sydney. Tower. They have a revolving restaurant in the tower, and so the, it's revolving, so you can actually see the entire Sydney, uh, the, the bay, and it's a wonderful site. And mm -hmm. they have all kind of dishes you can think of, from Asian to mm -hmm. Australian to yeah. British to Chinese to everything. And kangaroo meat is, of course, yeah. part of that too. So that's where uh, uh, I did see it offered. And I was testing so many different ones. I probably mm. tested a bit of that too. You did because I got you. And then I, I told, I mean, um, Manju was like, her friend was like, yeah, um, um, you're going to give it to her. She's like, I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to say that it's beef because we never eat kangaroo meat. He needs to eat kangaroo meat. This is the first time and <laughs> probably the last time he's going to eat And now you know why I said I don't remember eating kangaroo meat. <laughs> and that's what happened. They, they didn't tell me. Wait, so you don't know the, f the taste of kangaroo meat? You now I don't remember. Because, I mean, now I don't know. It is I kind of, I actually tasted a little bit of it. It is kind of like goat. Oh. Not necessarily like beef. Goat because what I'm, it's, it's more um, firm, like no no fat kind of thing mm -hmm. but there's but the difference only is that the goat has kind for me the goat has a smell the meat of the goat has a kind of smell but the kangaroo meat doesn't really but the, the consistency is kind of like a goat the, probably the reason why it didn't smell is probably they cured it better over also there. the way they prepare it yeah right? exactly Maybe. Exactly. I'm no expert on kangaroo dishes, so I don't really know. <laughs> but everything tasted good for me there. But my favorite restaurant, okay, so we, 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 when we were going back, was at this um, restaurant near our hotel. It's called Eska, E-S-K-A. It was not really a restaurant, it was like a cafe. Yeah, kind of like a cafe But they serve everything from, from, from um, uh, pasta to Mexican, remember? Mm -hmm. But yeah. they have very nice coffee and you know like nice yeah so it was a nice cafe yeah and that was the other thing we noticed that sydney especially is one of the most diverse city mm -hmm. i saw yeah. um i mean imagine like we were very close to not too far from the harbor the public transportation was good and we walk out and there were restaurants and you know we saw a restaurant which was serving pasta but they were also serving burritos but some strange style and the guy was from scotland i think yeah and you know very friendly so very diverse you see a lot of asians mm -hmm. uh, you know a lot of europeans americans in there yeah. and so the food is also very diverse in sydney sydney is very beautiful too the other food item i remember not as oh, a yeah. favorite in, restaurant in, in south australia yeah we went to this place called Gulwa and you kind of feel like you get transported back to the 19th century <laughs> and yeah. they they have a lot of pies, meat pies, yeah, not pie in the pies, sense like dessert, yeah. but meat pies, they have all kinds of meat pies and they love their meat pies. I mean, they're, they're very good, like full yeah. of meat, like when they say meat pies, yeah. it really is a 
you know, the portions are very generous. With yeah. a lot of meat inside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pretty, pretty good. A lot of it sounds so fun, but what is the most stressful part of the trip? I assume it's not all adventures and sightseeing. Good point. Uh, the, I think the most challenging part of going to Australia, especially from the United States, especially from the East Coast, is the flight. Yeah, it's very far. It is probably the longest one we took. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you know... Longest in the Philippines. I'm just going to yeah, tell you, it's yeah. longer than... Longer than the Philippines. 18 just hours? Been, like 18 Like going from, from the Philippines to here, it's like 18 hours. 16, yeah. 16 hours. Yeah. So think about it. From the Philippines to go to Sydney is longer, like from say Manila to Sydney, mm -hmm. is longer than from here to London or any, any of the closer part of Europe so and we're talking about from Philippines and we're coming from United States right so just think about it's just because of the way what Australia is right mm -hmm. so we obviously had to mitigate that by we decided okay are we gonna go in one long flight or and get our legs like really <laughs> um, uh, in, in trouble yeah. and or why don't we stop by in California meet you know, Glenda's, uh, you know, uh, relatives. relatives, some of her relatives. Jasmine. And, yeah, in South California, your Aunt Jasmine is there. So we did that. We actually spent a couple of days in Southern California. And then from there, we, and we were so glad we did that from Los Angeles, flying straight to Sydney. Mm -hmm. They have direct flights. Yeah. And um, especially also what airline kind yeah, of matters. matters. We, we try to take like, like Virgin Australia is, is really good uh, mm -hmm. because you want a comfortable seat. Um, you know, it's very, it's, it's, I think it's 18 hours, right? 18, 18 hours? hours. Yeah. yeah, it was a long flight. So that was, I found the most challenging part of, of but once you get there, it's good. Uh, I would say the other item I would suggest for people is to not go too cheap on budget airline flying yes. in, in between Australia because we had a great experience in Europe with a lot of budget airlines where we can fly just from say Barcelona to London overnight and all that and they're great price. Australia is not necessarily like that. I got a really budget airline there and we ended up paying more for our baggage fee yeah. than mm -hmm. our actual airfare because those planes are so small that they will... Um, Take advantage you know, of you. No, yeah, so they have very, very strict baggage rules and your baggage going a little over limit, they're gonna charge a lot. So if you pay a little extra for some, rep uh, I mean, common popular airlines, it's worth it because your um, and and also flight experience would be better. Just remember that those local um, planes, their their um, check-in luggages yeah. are smaller than here. Yeah, right. They're Compared like the Philippines, you know, like they're, they're small. They're like yeah. small, so you have to pay extra. And and they don't do sizes; they do weight. Yeah. So even if your even if your um bag is small, they have they they weigh it. And if it passes, so yeah, so that dimension and weight both mm -hmm. they check, yeah. and the the weight allotment is the one that caught us because you know we are used to doing budget airline in Europe too, but the weight is really low there, and and it's not for all airline. I'm just saying check yeah. the airlines. Other airlines uh, we check later would yeah. have been a better you know option. So. For me, not I think, go to budget airline flying in Australia. For me, um, also um, while you're there, I, I know that the, the, this is also um, good to to 
to know that the the um the weather because when we were going to Congo Island I saw was, the video. It, it was, was raining. It was raining and the waves were like almost the ferry I mean the waves was like so big and I thought that the ferry was gonna go down but you know hey you know what they they do this every time they, they do this all the time they go there back and forth you know but you gotta be very careful because you're you you can this you can um you cannot you can easily not enjoy your trip just by that because you th you know especially if you are um if if you throw up you know like if you if you, have you get nauseous easily yeah. and all that stuff yeah. It's gonna be hard on you. So um, yeah, you gotta see the weather, and also if you don't have the choice, if I mean, if you don't have, if you cannot do anything, take something, take something because it's very important. Because when when I was coming back from Kangaroo Island, I took a pill, and it it was fine. I was you know like motion sickness pill yeah. and things like that. Because uh, but then again, I I don't wanna dissuade people from visiting Sydney because of that experience it what, wasn't what yeah so what what we're getting at is depends on where you go to Australia yeah. your experience could be day and night difference mm -hmm. Sydney like I said is a very multicultural city everything is accessible right you can see a lot um, you know world famous that opera house that we always see in movies right um, there's so much to see but when you go to South Australia we wanted to also enjoy the rural Australia and the nature natural Australia which is unique in the world no other places have those kind of unique animals and such so but South, uh, South Australia when we go to Kangaroo Island if you look at the map is at the very south beyond that is just the Indian Ocean and then Antarctica, Antarctica. right so we're like at the very end and the wind is something that is like hard to describe like if you go on an open area in the Kangaroo Island the wind is just but it's an amazing experience too like Glenda said the rain can change just like that oh yeah but mm -hmm. getting there they have these ferries so you have to know to prepare for yeah, it take motion sickness i didn't have a problem but Glenda had a problem and don't some eat. other if, passengers if you if if you see that the weather is something like that mm -hmm. please don't eat just take your, your medicine yeah. and don't yeah. eat a lot like in our tour, once yeah. we got to the Kangaroo Island, of course we had plenty yeah, to eat yeah. and it's part of the mm -hmm. tour and everything. Yeah. And there are places, they have three towns, major towns mm -hmm. there with a lot of food options. Yeah. We even had to wait on the bus for some passengers to get some pizza in a place. Yeah, so. but, but I mean, they, they, they cater to that. But mm -hmm. uh, just be sensible on going there. You're going to take a ferry, which may be on choppy seas, right? Things like that. But it's worth it. It visiting. is. It is worth it. Yeah. And I don't want to say we took Kangaroo Island, but South Australia has so much to offer. There are a lot of, um, you know, uh, old history in those towns. Adelaide is a beautiful city, uh, mm -hmm. one of the best places to live in in the world, top 20. Uh, and that's a major city. So a lot to see in South Australia. Uh, there is the Gold Coast, which we didn't go to, but our friend Manju and her husband and family came over to meet us in Sydney. They're from the Gold Coast in Brisbane, which is another beautiful city. There are beaches and such. So Australia has just a lot to offer and yeah and also um the wine in south australia yeah the wine the beef cheese yeah, yeah. you know very it's, fresh it's really very like natural texas. it's like the texas you know but they have wines in a way it's kind of like texas and california kind of yeah. yeah because um yeah the wine wineries they're not oh so by the way mommy here's your latte oh daddy um do you what do you want for breakfast we have 
um, Noosa, if you're interested in that. Oh, yeah. Do you know that that is from also Australia? <laughs> oh, yeah. Noosa. Yeah, the dairy I was telling you about. And remember for lunch, we were thinking about getting some Angus beef. Yeah. That's also from South Australia. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so, so interesting. So that gives you an idea about the quality of, yeah. of it's, it's world famous. You know, it's very natural mm -hmm. stuff produced there. Uh, your uncle Mizan was like, you know, he was saying he literally, when he goes to work, he, or, or let's say even he, when he's at home, sometimes he leaves his door like not open, unlocked. Uh, yeah. yeah, open. Necessarily he's, open, unlocked. Unlocked. Not, not, not yeah, open. not open, but unlocked. So neighbors take care of each other. Yeah. It's a very different um, kind of feel from the mm -hmm. big city yeah. uh, living. I don't think in Sydney too many people would do that, <laughs> but over there. But but it's also good to see if you're go if when somebody's visiting to Australia, I would suggest that that at least explore some rural area and cities, mm -hmm. so you yeah. get the uh, contrast. It's a great experience. Yeah. I see. Wait, don't you guys have a soccer match you're planning on watching? Thanks it's already me. ten. Go yeah. watch your game. I'll clean out. Yes, a lot of games to watch today. Okay. Yeah. Well, well thank you for Ira. the breakfast, Tyra. Okay the then. Well, that's it for today's episode of Breakfast on Sunday Morning. Listen to us again next time. Bye, mate!